I did my part, which isn't very much. (laughs) Oh, my part's going to be even less, actually. Fantastic. We might have, you know, we sometimes say that we have, we're going to have a short episode today. And then, no, that doesn't happen. We just find something else to talk about (laughs) for five hours. Yeah. There was ever going to be a week. Hey, this is Sad Boys Club Over Country. That's such a somber opening. We've genuinely started this episode in the past with like genuinely sad news, and you've not been that somber for an intro. I'm jiggling. And you're not even the one that's going to be depressed this episode because that, that's my, this just, is my turn. I, I, I was about to start, and I'm just like, I am so, I, I just spent a while recording uh, music, and I was getting real, like, I had to, I was given high energy performances for really sad songs. And uh, it's raining outside, which is a nice calming thing. And Dude, we've gone into this. <laughs> I was up at 5 a.m., and it was just a downpour outside. I'm like, what the hell? I genuinely so thought fun. it. I genuinely thought the day of judgment had come because it was 5 a.m. and it was just downpouring. I'm like, yeah, it's, this is it. And well, the I wind mean, was heavy know, too. Okay, that then that starts to be an issue. Yeah. Yes, that was the scary part. I should, I should add. Um, I've um, got nothing I, left because I'm jiggly. The, we didn't even. It, you, you did you, this. You, you did it. No, no, you didn't even say your name yet. That's it. Uh, you know what? This is the episode. No one knows my name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am still on. I've got nothing. <laughs> I've, I've got nothing left, Jiggly. For, so the the whole the whole spiel here is uh, it's the international break, and I I went through a bit of an existential crisis because I know you don't care about international as soccer as usual. But like I'm um, I'm more I'd say I'm more of like a soccer guy than than you. No offense, obviously. Like you've got yeah, to find absolutely. Like, but I, yeah, and you would think that I would love international soccer, and I have in the past. I have no one to root for anymore because <laughs> the U.S. national team, as we've talked about before, is a mess. It is the opposite of meritocracy. Berhalter's in charge again. Uh, did you see the clip where Berhalter straight up said, like, yeah, when he was signed, it was an eight-year plan. And everyone's like, well, what was the point of any of this then? So, like, we know about that. And then I'd like to talk to you about Bosnia Herzegovina. I'm not going to talk to you a lot about Bosnia because I'm, I'm freaking sick of being Bosnian. But that... I was going to send you a Bosnian meme earlier on, on TikTok. That FA is just as bad. <laughs> it's horrific. At one point, um, Sabazia played today, right? And I, I saw that. I, I, I didn't see the result. <laughs> oh, you'll never guess the result. Um, you know, oh. I Honestly, understand I how you feel now. worse. No, 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 no. You don't. You don't realize. That's how bad Iceland have become. But not to bury the lead. So going into this game, right? Bosnia technically like. You know how I'll, I'll connect this to you in the fire. You know when you watch a fire game and you're like, oh, they might win this game, but it's not going to matter anyway. Like there, there's no reason yeah. for this game to even happen. I felt that for the first time watching Bosnia today, and I hated it. And at least I was thinking, oh, you know, they'll win this game and they'll keep themselves alive, and like they'll lose eventually down the line. And then the game went on. I'm like, oh my god, no, they're not going to beat Iceland. And I almost fell asleep in the first half. And then in the second <laughs> half, the Bosnian coach subs in his own son at one point. And then he subs in a guy that plays in the Bosnian league, Jiggly. You don't want me to tell you how bad the Bosnian league yeah, is. Yeah, that, that don't sound right. And he subbed in ahead of a guy that plays at Hertha Berlin. And then he missed a header, of course. And I was just sat there. At that point, the game's still 0-0. Oh, also, we benched Moral and Pjanic, one of the best midfielders of the generation. And I'm watching the game. I'm like, damn, they're really not going to beat Iceland. Turns out I was wrong. Turns out they're going to lose to Iceland. And they conceded a goal in like the 90th minute. It's I I genuinely hate the Bosnian national team right now. I'm sick of them. If I could fight, 
There's one dude I, I would like to fight if I could. Uh, I still remember his first name. I can't be bothered. It's not Ahmedovic. Haji Ahmedovic. Baja just has this one midfielder that always plays like ass. And he's always ass. And he's always ass, Jiggly. And every time he plays, he plays like ass. And he's ass all the time. I need to really <laughs> drive home how ass he always is. Because he's always ass, Jiggly. And he just keeps playing. And he keeps playing like ass, man. And I hate him. And yeah, I, if I could fight him, I would. If I was not a God-fearing man, I would be uh, abusing him online right now. I hate him. I hate Bosnia. <laughs> and I don't have anyone to root for the international break. And now, like, when the international break happens, what the hell am I going to do anymore? I'm not going to watch the U.S. play. I'm not going to watch Bosnia play. I don't care hey, hey, about hey, random the fixtures. News, the good news is... I'm going to beat your ass if you say anything here. Okay, we, we have football, have football. now. <laughs> that was actually my takeaway earlier. Because I'm like, at least when it's the international break, I don't have to worry. Because I still have to work on stupid Sundays. But at least when it's the international break, I know I can get my work done early in the day and not have to worry about missing any like European games. And I'll be home by noon. Exactly. And I can watch football. We have, we're we in football season now. So like any problem that you have with like any other sports, it's fine. There's football. <laughs> uh, you you got to calm down when you say that though, because the Jets still haven't played and I'm scared because I need the, the Jets, Jets to fail and we will talk about that. I will beat your ass. Uh, I just need Garrett Wilson to fail. Just Garrett Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll focus on our league real quick because as I put in there, you and I are both in the same fantasy league, and we both went up against two of the highest individual performers. I went up against a guy. You know, let me actually tell you this fun fact. Do you know what the point differential was between my defense and my opponent's defense in my matchup this weekend? Uh, probably around 32. 36. Oh, you got negative one. I had a negative one for my defense. My opponent had 35. I do not think I, I it's like, obviously someone will have a worse like differential between position versus position, but I got to be close there. Um, yeah. And I, I've lost, I think I was going to lose anyway, even if that was like a, no, actually, you know what? If I had 10 more points, my opponent had 25 less. I'd be in a, with a closer chance. I'm projected to only get 88 points this weekend, which is horrific. Dallas Goddard, I had to put in because freaking Mark Andrews is hurt. He got Dude. zero po points. I had Dallas Goddard in one, in, uh, one of my leagues, and it How? was so bad. He How got you zero. zero points. Oh, you know, oh I was about to, I'm about to talk about T. Higgins. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I, I'll transition because you... You know what's funny? Actually, you have a higher uh, points differential of position versus position because you lost the wide receiver one fight 44.5 to zero because yes. your opponent had Tyreek Hill and you had T Higgins. Who you know what? Have... <laughs> That's so funny, dude. I don't have I don't feel bad about that because I'm a man of God and I did not pick Tyreek Hill to be on my team. <laughs> I don't feel that, bad about that. I, we keep for what did he do again? Was it just uh, he hitting beat someone his or wife was twice uh, and oh, also beat bad. his child? Uh, he beat his what? He beat his girlfriend while she was pregnant, and then he beat that child when it came out. <laughs> Jeez, man! Did he get suspended? I I, I don't know. I don't know why I don't have. Any I don't think of so. No, because like the first time it happened while he was in the first time it happened while he was in college, and he got dropped by that team, and he went off to a different team. Uh, and then like he, like he went down to Juco, he came back up, then he got drafted and then it happened again around like his second year in the league. And it's just nothing happened. 
Strange. And then Cream yeah. Hunt also punched someone, right? Yeah, but also uh, he he doesn't play anywhere anymore. For now, but he's going to he's going to go somewhere. I've heard that he just sucks, and like when he's shown up to camps, like they're just like, yeah, he's he he doesn't have it anymore. He's washed. I he he will go somewhere eventually, but like yeah, that's still whatever. Is this a oh, it's a raccoon video? But it's yeah, a train. fantasy fantasy is not going great. Were we, yeah, you want to yell about T Higgins? Look, I had T Higgins in two different leagues <laughs> because Damn. I because of my whole thing is that like I always have to have a Bengals wide receiver. Tyler Boyd, who I, who I kept on my bench, had more points than T Higgins. Tyler Boyd had three points for two receptions, ten yards. T Higgins did not catch a single pass. We're we're in the PPR league. Did not catch a single pass. Uh, and uh, let's see. So. In the league that we're both in, like, you know, hey, B. John Robinson did what he needed to do. I like that. Jameer Gibbs. I think that Jameer Gibbs should have gotten more carries. Honestly, they kept That's handing the ball. They kept handing the ball off to David David Montgomery, and he did nothing with it. Gibbs <laughs> will get more touches eventually, but they're also still going to keep it pretty split. No, like Jameer Gibbs had the efficiency. Like he was going like whenever he got the ball, he had a higher likelihood of getting at least 10 yards. And then David Montgomery just runs into the line and falls over. <laughs> uh, nice. David Montgomery football. I did get 18 points off of Jake Elliott, so that's pretty cool. That's 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 good for me personally. Uh, that is DJ crazy, Moore, to be fair. DJ Moore barely had anything going for him, so that was great. Uh, all almost all of my quarterbacks had something wrong with them. Uh, I just want to mention I had Geno Smith on my bench in the league that we're in. Uh, he got nine points, so I don't want to know what happened there. <laughs> he did not. The apparently the Rams just beat him. The Rams just straight up beat him. So I have Trevor Lawrence in in our league. I was going up against Trevor Lawrence in another league, so it was just sort of like, well, I wanted to have an okay game, but not like a great game because I also have to go up against him. Mahomes just didn't look right. He 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 had to deal with a bunch of horrible receivers. We can talk about that in a bit too. Because we have to Tony. talk about that tweet. We have to talk about that tweet. That the the tweet. Um, that tweet. I will, I will finally. I will finally. I will finally uh, say something. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna outward like straight up tag a man, but I am going to make a joke. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Then I also had Tua on my bench in another league. So. Um, Damn. Oops. I started instead of Tua. I started Lamar Jackson, who had the worst. The worst ball, uh, ball security I've I've seen in a while. <laughs> he just sort of let he he just sort of let the ball fly away. Did you see the one where he's like trying to sprint? What's it called? Scramble, and yeah. he just has the ball in one he, hand. That was, it just flies away. Like they they recovered that one, and then he fumbled afterwards. So Lamar was doing pretty okay, and then uh, he dropped down to uh, seven and a half points, and. Also, there are somebody made the joke that a lot of uh, a lot of fantasy owners must absolutely hate that uh, that backup no third string uh, Ravens uh, running back who was it what's this guy's name Justice Hill Dobbins? oh yeah no no he Justice was... Hill because nobody had Justice Hill on their lineup meanwhile he nope. got like like three touchdowns or something yeah because J.K. Dobbins tore his Achilles bro like in the first quarter. No, like he scored a touchdown before J.K. Dobbins came off. I'm serious. They just gave him the ball. He's the third oh, string. Okay. They gave him the ball. 
Like <laughs> they just had him. Um, but yeah, so things weren't going well. And what's even worse is so this is this is where I'm talking about with like, okay, this is the Mahomes uh, team. I had T. Higgins with zero points. I had Christian Kirk with 1.9 points. I thought I was okay with that team. I guess not. Anthony Richardson was on my bench there. He actually had more points. Also, I had DeAndre Swift. Didn't start him. Very good thing I didn't because he got 1.3 points. Darnell Mooney actually had a solid game. And fantasy is such a freaking, uh, for lack of a better term, crapshoot as well. Yes. Because like... There's no reason. Well, that's it's gambling. Getting three points. It's gambling. Yes. That's what it is. It's, it's it's such a game of chance too. So like, I was going into I, I this this was the team that I like. I made the joke that like my day my week in fantasy was over at about like uh, about like three or four because I thought I thought I was pretty much done because most of my players had played already. The only guys left I had were basically like Aaron Jones. And then also the Cowboys defense special teams. And I was just like, yeah, I, I guess I'm done. I'm down by like, you know, by about 13 points. I have to hope that like the Cowboys do pretty good. And that Garrett Wilson, who has yet to play, still has yet to play on the other team, doesn't do anything. Aaron Jones goes off for 26 points because the Bears cannot defend. And the Cowboys, wow, <laughs> that was fun. Uh. <laughs> 35 points. I went from being down like 103 to 91 or something like that. 103 to 90. And I'm now leading 125 to 103. Dude, I, I was having a chance before the freaking Cowboys thumped, thumped the obliter. If the Cowboys had gotten like five points, how many, how <laughs> down would I be? Oh, I'd still be pretty down bad to be fair. You Dallas be, got her because, because of the things that they did too. Like, did you see that? Two the, the touchdowns, thing? two interceptions, a forced fumble, zero points against, and a block field goal. Like, yeah. That's a dream day. I know. It's great. Darnell Mooney got 15 points. I don't know either. Like, I, I had him on my bench. This, I don't fully understand how the points this league work. Okay, four receptions, 53 yards, and a touchdown. But that's a four plus is... five plus six. That adds up. Whatever. <laughs> Ah, I got nothing. We learned math. Um, yeah, that, that 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 was fun. And so now I'm just hoping that uh, Garrett Wilson, who is projected for 16.4 points, but as we've seen throughout this week so far, no one's really reaching their projections, <laughs> especially at the wide receiver position for teams that you'd think would have like wide receivers that would get a lot of points. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping Garrett Wilson does not get. Let's see, uh, what is. I just need to do some quick math here. Uh, oh, here we go. 125 minus 20. I need him to get less than 22 points, and I'm fine, honestly. And he's only projected for 16.4. So, I'm- Well, the good thing is I still prioritize real results over fantasy football. So I hope Garrett Wilson has a billion yards tonight and the Jets win by 102. I fair. don't have a team, but we but this podcast does have a team, and that's uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. And well, we it's mentioned a good thing T. they're not Higgins your earlier. team, to be fair. It's a good thing they're not your team considering what happened week one, bro. Yeah, I was watching Red Zone, and I'm like, I'll probably flick on that game fully near the end when it's close. And the Bengals just never got going for some. They just reason. never got going. Uh, Joe Burrow had a, had a week off. <laughs> he just took the day off, you know. Especially after getting paid all that money is so funny. I he became the highest played player in, in football history, I assume, and then he just just didn't play the game. 
Like, dude. <laughs> it's I don't know how you only get it was it three points from in total? I didn't I didn't see that specifically. I just know that like it was bad. It, the, the entire offense just didn't do anything. I uh I started the by the way, I also started the Steelers defense oh, over mistake, the to be fair. Over the Bengals defense. The biggest mistake was was Steelers over Bengals until about like the the second half, and that's when like the Browns finally realized, wait, wait a second, they're not doing anything. <laughs> and, and the Browns, the Bengals still had a chance at one point. Deshaun Watson rolls out to the left, has like open space in front of him, and just throws an interception to a defender that's like ten feet away from him. It was so funny. Such a good throw to him. But yeah, um, that was pretty much the most shocking result in terms of pure upset. Um, Minnesota, there are a lot of interesting lost, results. Minnesota lost Tampa Bay, which was really funny. I actually watched a good amount of that game. That's funny, <laughs> to be fair. Although it accidentally spoiled the, the Vikings documentary for me because uh, I hope I hope you've known this by now. You might know because I don't. But um, there was a lot of, you know, when it cuts, it's like, cuts back from commercial break, but it's not yet on the field. So they're showing like photos of like old players or whatever, <laughs> like recent matchups. They kept showing photos of Bud Grant. And as we both know, Bud Grant was a former head coach of the Vikings because we've been watching yeah. the documentary. I'm like, that's a lot of photos of Bud Grant. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, then this year. and then it pans his year. name on a plaque on the wall. And they're like, oh, the Vikings are honoring Bud Grant. I'm like, ah, oh, man. I didn't know he died. Man. It was earlier this year, too. I think that might have been like the reason why they... St- well, no, they said... Actually, I think... I think John said that uh, it was like while they were working on the documentary that he passed away. Damn, that's how long it takes for them to work on the. Well, I guess that makes sense, but still, it's, it's, weird. it's a lot of it's a lot of work that they got to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at um, least he hadn't like died super recently because I guess it was the first game they had since he died because he died in March, I yeah. think. But man, I that, it was, that was like still January, like January. I think no. it said I think they said March at one point, but I just remember thinking, I'm like, oh, it's a lot of. Oh, I know Bud Grant. Oh, they keep showing him. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! <laughs> just, just man. Oh no! This, this is bad. Yeah. Um, uh, the Giants got thumped into oblivion. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, like, there's a lot of teams that got that that lost that most people probably weren't expecting to lose. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the Chiefs against uh, the Lions, like that was massive. Uh, I, I completely forgot yeah. about that. The Lions beat the Chiefs, and the Lions' defense was amazing. Like I, I, I did, I did my research on them. They, they did not make any changes to their defensive personnel. They made like a couple of signings, but like nothing major. And they looked like they were going to suck again, and just suddenly, man. I mean, yeah. Also, it helps when the wide receivers don't want to do anything. <laughs> that was bad. Like Kadarius Tony is one of the. That's one of the worst games from receiver I've seen in my life. That last drop at the end, where it's literally through his hands, is so funny. Uh, he he got a single point, a single fantasy point if you play in PPR. <laughs> he he had a negative um, expected points because his drop led to a pick six earlier in the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. where the, the one picture is like the the ball is in his hands, and the the tweet captured is just this play resulted in a t- a blinds touchdown. <laughs> Uh, the last um, major one. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to, go I, I, I was just going to very quickly mention. Oh, you're going to do that thing you do. Yeah, the thing I do. Every single score. Look, man, we don't have much else going this week. <laughs> I want to go home. I'd even mention that. Yeah, I skipped over that part, the first part. I'm home alone the entire week, which is interesting for my mental state because it's uh, funny, but also a little concerning sometimes. 
Bryce Young's first game uh, was a loss to the, uh, to the hell Falcons. No. This, dude's, this dude's mentioning the Falcons-Panthers game. <laughs> Sorry. That was well, Desmond Ritter just... caught a pass to himself. I don't want to hear about Desmond Ritter. I'll, although it was funny, Desmond Ritter did that. And I think like two minutes later... Uh, CJ Stroud's first ever pass was was a uh, was was a reception a on his own pass. Do you know the other quarterback who did that same exact thing? No, I did. Brett Favre. The last quarterback, yeah, it was Brett Favre. Ah, uh-huh. look at me go. I don't remember. I, they, mentioned, they mentioned on Red Zone. Oh, I didn't hear it then actually, because I know on Red Zone they mentioned like <laughs> that's a great fun fact for CJ Stroud, like bar trivia, like ten years from now. Of who caught the first CJ Stroud pass, and the answer is CJ Stroud. Uh, um, but yeah, that's yeah. uh, B. Robinson looked good, and I like that. Uh, I was just disappointed. I was disappointed that Tyler Algier got more fantasy points than BJ Robinson, despite BJ Robinson's like dominance, because they would just they'd get to the to the uh, like the one yard line. <laughs> And then they'd hand it off to Algier, and I was so annoyed. <laughs> That's what the Falcons do. Apparently, the Falcons are, are the worst team for fantasy, apparently, because they've got Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Bijan, and they don't care. They will <laughs> give the ball to me to score a touchdown at the end of the game. Well, do you know the story about uh, like how uh, what was it Barry Sanders had so many incredibly long runs, but so few touchdowns because he'd run it like all the way down to like the five and then they just give it to the back to, to, to the power back because he's yeah. not the power back. Well, cause that, that's like the Julio Jones. I think Julio Jones has a terrible receiving touchdowns record because yeah. he would get all of it. Like he wouldn't be useful in the red zone as much as it would be for like the 50 yard bombs. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. We mentioned the Cleveland game, Jacksonville, uh, honestly, Anthony Richardson looks nice. I like them. I, I, I like that. He he looked nice. Uh, it was just funny how like all of the uh, Colts running backs were trash. <laughs> yeah, I mean that game was pretty close. If you try I to mention they're... one, if you try to mention one game, I will leave this call. By the way, because I know you're gonna try to do the entire the entire slate. But if you even talk about the one game, I'm gonna leave the call right away. Just so you know. But yeah, Anthony Richardson looked okay. That that Colts team, Colts team needs some time. I don't know what game you meant. You mean well, you better be you better be careful then. You better be better be careful. I was gonna mention him throwing an interception and dropping the ball twice. Lamar <laughs> and he lo- oh not Lamar oh I'm I skipped I skipped that actually. <laughs> hey, there 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 is a you're playing. What's it called? Because I already I, talked I, about it. I've already given up trying to contain you. So you're you're playing mine right now. If the, uh, you haven't mentioned it yet, so if you do mention the game I'm talking about, I will leave the call. So if you want to do the entire league, you will guarantee I'm that. I'm pretty damn sure I mentioned the game already and I'm past it. You did not. <laughs> I, I know damn well you did not. You said Lamar. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not it's not the Baltimore game. Baltimore beat the Texans, whatever. Although it was funny seeing Uh-oh. Lamar not be too good after getting that huge contract as well. Uh, don't pay the running back. Uh, maybe even don't pay the quarterback at this point. Actually, no, do pay the running back because you look at the Colts and uh, those running backs did not work out. I picked up Deion Jackson because it was just like, oh, yeah, he's projected to get like 11 points that game. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't have good running backs on this team, so I'm just going to pick him up real quick. And that did not work out. He dropped the ball twice. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah. Anthony Richardson's effectively their running back anyway. Yeah, I like him. I like him. Awesome. I also just I, ju- I also just like running quarterbacks anyway. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, Kirk Cousins. Uh, Funny. Technically, yeah, we talked about that. technically had the best 
get best day for a quarterback, but also but also still threw an interception and yeah, fumbled in terms it of twice. Pure well until two oh one off. He had the best pure passing uh receiving yeah, no, passing yards for um, quarterback. Ryan Tannehill is still the starting quarterback for the Titans, and that should change. I'm I'm I forgot that game existed and I'm still upset you even mentioned it. That wasn't the game, but I'm still upset you mentioned it now. Because why are we talking about that? I, that game so was upset. awful. I only watched that game through red zone and it was still awful. I'm I'm just upset that like he threw three interceptions and they did not they have drafted a quarterback in the past two drafts, and they're both pretty solid quarterbacks, and they have not gotten a chance. And okay. at this point, he's thrown three interceptions in this game. Why are you not putting like Malik Willis out there? No, maybe it was just one game, but I watched Malik Willis come in one game against the Chiefs last year. Malik Willis did not look like a quarterback. He looked awful. He looked like me out there. There's They've got another quarterback that they just drafted, too. I don't like that white dude. Whatever his name is. I, 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 I just know I don't like him. I don't like him. I forgot what his name is, but I just don't. Will Levis. I don't like the look of Will Levis. I mean, I don't either, but like, you got to try something, man. At this point, you got to. He does point, look gotta... like he'd be the quarterback of Tennessee, though. He looks, he looks a little racist because that team, like that organization feels a little racist. The um, whole Tennessee, like, color scheme and logos and what. The other big game, at least to talk about, is the Bears got thumped by Green Bay, which is really yeah. funny. They got demolished. And Justin Fields uh, was forced, like, not, not like, not like how Nagy forced him to stay in the pocket, more like, the game, like the way that the game flowed, forced him to stay in the pocket. And the moment he had to stay in the pocket, he just crumbled. So oh, that wasn't good. Well, the pocket crumbled too, to be fair. That too. Help him. Him too. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to figure out which game it was that you don't want I'm me to talk about. I'm shocked you've taken I'm this long to realize. I'm so scared. Well, all right. Well, we can move on then, I assume. I think we can move on. I'm just annoyed. I I found out last week that uh they that that the Cardinals uh cut Colt McCoy, and I was so annoyed by that. You you, and, you got dangerously close there because I, that's the game. If you try to make me talk about Cardinals freaking Commanders, I will leave this call. But I'm yeah, not going to force you to tough. talk about it. I'm not going to force you to talk about it. I just want to f- quickly mention that they cut Colt McCoy and the quarterback that they had out there did not know the name of his receivers. Yeah. <laughs> he I don't didn't know. know the name of his receivers. He just got there. He's still learning plays. And he finished with uh, less than one fantasy point. Well, he's <laughs> less not even a good fantasy point. And he played the whole game. He's not even a good quarterback either. <laughs> no, he's not. I do have him in, in Madden Ultimate Team, though. <laughs> Uh, because they gave him a very good card. <laughs> he, that, nice. like, it was a specific type of card or whatever. Man, that that that, that Carlos defense did well though. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo got got hurt for a, for a bit there. I remember seeing that, but he got back out there. I guess. Uh, Eagles, yeah, whatever. They they the Patriots honored uh, Brady at the. Uh, like at halftime and I just saw the one meme of like Brady watching the watching the uh watching Mac Jones fail and it's just a guy in full in a full uniform standing on the sidelines <laughs> standing out in the crowd. I was scared that is, that, is like. that game, but yeah, thankfully nah. it didn't. Nah. Yeah. Uh, that's it. and then yeah, the this the Seahawks just ab- got absolutely thumped. It was just disappointing. Apparently the Rams aren't gonna be that bad. Maybe. I don't know, cool. man. It, I think that it's, entire it's the it's the entire division isn't that good. So, like, obviously, you know, within the division, that happens. 
Well, to be fair, it, it's one of those things where if this wasn't week one, half of those matches would have been so relevant. But you, you kind of make yourself forget that just so. Yeah. yeah. And then we got uh, we got Josh Allen against Aaron Rodgers tonight. And I'm scared. I'm scared. Uh, you should uh, be. Why yeah, you, you I, will, I, will, I will drive over there and beat your ass. All right. <laughs> not, so not, I'm not saying scared. you should be scared not of me. You shouldn't be scared of me at all. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a teddy bear. Uh, not not even a teddy bear. I'm 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 just I'm I'm a I'm a, uh, a, a an unstuffed stuffed animal. <laughs> <laughs> um, while watching uh, college football, my dad did mention that I gave probably I, I pulled out probably one of the best one liners that he's heard in a long time that he'd never heard before, which was it was the uh, Bama Texas Longhorns game, and the uh, the Longhorns player ran no. It was actually no. It was it was the Bama player ran through a bunch of Longhorns. They all got their arms on him, but like nobody actually tackled him. And I just said, it, it looks like he's just going through a car wash. Okay. And, it, it, that, and that that's a good line, isn't it? I, I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. As always, it's good to see Alabama lose in football too. Yeah. I don't know, but it's bad to see Texas win. Uh, uh, that's funny though. <laughs> Maybe they'll maybe they'll lose again soon. We'll, we'll I should have started. Soon, I should have started Gabe Davis over T Higgins. <laughs> Gabe Davis. Oh, I thought Gabe Davis retired, but that's the Jets guy. That's Corey Davis. Um, no, that's moving Corey away Davis. from Gabe football Davis. before yeah. you open up the encyclopedia of every single current active before, NFL player. Before we start playing Immaculate Grid. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, uh, no, I for, what was the one you? The at least we're never going to beat the All Star Game incident because that one still genuinely pissed me off. What? <laughs> uh, oh, when, the All Star game. Oh. When you when you write out every single player that was on the All Star team for some reason, when I already didn't even want to talk about a, the game, they had a special. I'm not going to say who who I had in it because I uh, no longer can access that, and I forgot most of it. But they had a special bonus grid for you know the first the first week of football for Immaculate Grid, and I got a score of 23. <laughs> oh, like when you add up your percentages? Yeah. I got a nice. score of 23. <laughs> I got to get back on my soccer one. I got like a high score of like, I think 69 has been my best score so far. Nice. Also, it, because it was the bonus one, it was like the easiest one because it wasn't, it wasn't team specific. It was just like this accolade. They got this accolade. Oh, All yeah, of them so were this accolade. So it's like Hall of Famers. It's so easy to name a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Hall or, of Famer or, and Super Bowl winner. Yeah, obviously. I was so surprised with so many people who put in like Peyton Manning for a bunch of things. <laughs> because yeah, most people don't don't realize the the fast of trying to get like random guesses. Cause I know like there was one, it's like Italian Juventus players. I'm like, I can literally pick anyone I want now, which is nice. Uh that's why I chose that's why uh when it was Italian uh Parma, I chose uh Buffon instead of him for Juventus players. No, wait, I actually did Canavado. Yeah, uh, no, for, that, for, that one was tough. Italy Parma. I got to use Giovinco, which was nice. So I was happy about that. I tried using his brother, but he's not done as well. I tried Although, using I tried using uh, Lorenzo Insigne's brother, who, uh, if you remember, if anybody remembers this, back when I was in high school, I was really pushing for the fire to to sign Roberto Insigne. Okay, that's a, a good blast. From the that was that was that was a a period of time where like DPS weren't quite what they can be. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, why don't we get this guy as like a, a young DP? Just go for it. Just try. Just, um, just anyway, try to do something. Getting into the actual soccer, uh, I already complained about the international break. Um, Bremen go away to Heidenheim. 
that's didn't, just didn't the U.S. play against like Kazakhstan or something? Oh, wait, wait, don't don't I don't want to talk about the U.S. No, I don't. I don't, I, I'm not, I don't want to talk about it. I'm just like who? Like did they did they play against Kazakhstan? Don't the entire U.S. structure like it was? It didn't even get a sellout because they they priced the tickets too high, but they do that on purpose because of capitalism. Oh, it was Ube- Uzbekistan, and they're playing against Oman tomorrow. Yeah, it's <laughs> what ridiculous. Are they doing? It's it, it, don't don't get me complaining about Greg Berhalter again, man. Or it's like how it's it's better to sell three tickets for fifty dollars and five tickets for twenty dollars. So that's why it's it's not even a sellout for these games. Um, I, I'm, I I'm going to talk about that later when we get into Miami stuff. Actually, <laughs> which who are also playing for some reason because I'm is stupid and has teams playing the international break. But the fire aren't. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's a good thing the fire get the the, the week off because they they really deserve it. <laughs> they really um, need that week off to deal with uh, missing out on Jairo Torres, who got an assist uh, for the uh, Mexican U23s. Hey, you know good, good for him. To be <laughs> good fair. For I understand. Him. I understand. He needs, the fr- to, he needs to get something. I understand the frustrations, and if I was a fire fan instead of a fire analyst, I would be a lot more frustrated, of course, with him. But I I I, I feel bad for the guy. He that, he is that trying. man is trying. He's trying so hard, and he's just not getting it anymore. And the moment happening. he plays for a team that's not the fire, he's just like, yeah, I I figured it out now. I can he's do like, it again. Oh, and then he yeah. comes back. To, he comes back to Chicago, and he just like falls over if he gets out of walk. He's probably mad as hell right now. I have to go back to the fire. He's 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 pleading for the next international break to come. But to be fair, Shakira is probably the exact same way. Shakiri has I, to love their national break. I also want to bring up uh, something that you probably won't want me talking about. Um, oh, no. On the opposite end of Burhalter, uh, we have Klinsman, who uh, is doing the same thing as before with uh, trying to convince everyone that actually uh, all of the players on his national team need to play in Europe. And he's saying it in Korea, and there are a lot of people essentially saying, oh, so you're a colonizer at this point. Because... <laughs> That's not... Okay, that's not the point. That's... I, I get the frustrations with him saying it because I don't know how good the, the K-League is, but I assume there's a lot more of a close-knit He He, he says there. the only way to develop Korean football is in Europe. And okay, see, that's, that's not, to be fair, that's not colonization, Chickley. But it's the thing is, is that like, he walks into whatever, whatever country he goes to and says, your players need to play in Europe now. And well, it's like, can we fair. not develop our domestic league too? Can we not develop players here? Uh, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's, Okay, it's a part of, uh, you know, American exceptionalism. That is what soccer is with Europe. It's European exceptionalism. This player cannot play in Korea. They need to go and they need to play in the third division of Germany. They need to go to like the second division of Austria in order to play in Europe. Like it's it's not worth it. In in extreme cases like that, sure. But also your boy Shota Umen, no, Shota Umen is the wrestler. (laughs) He's he's he went to Europe. He went to the two Bundesliga, and he's doing well. It's much better for his oh, yeah. development than the K League, I assume. Uh, well, he was in the in the J League, and also he was playing oh, for like the, he was also playing in the on the worst team in the J League. He was playing for RJ's team, Shonan Belmare. That's not great, but like in a, <laughs> obviously in a general sense, it's better for a player to be playing in Europe. No, it's I, I look. It's it's more. It's a signal that the player is good rather than in order for a player to be good, they need to go to Europe, you know? I think the biggest problem it's is for Klinsman, this wouldn't be too bad if Klinsman was actually winning games with Korea. But I know the uh, he's been also, fighting with him. He also, I sent this one uh, a while ago too that, um, wait a second, this was another one. Uh, I'm using mostly a uh, uh, good friend that I met, uh, Ryan Walters, who covers, uh, who, who mostly covers man. Asian football. 
Yep. Who reminds me of Tim when I look at his like profile. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's, there's the other our, thing. Our, sorry, there's our weekly Tim shout, by the way. So I'll get some messages from Discord. That's going to go with my favorite traditions now. Yeah, Tim just shows up. And okay, I have. I don't have notifications for certain channels anywhere except for with Sad Boys because I have the general chat. Uh, we have the host channel and the general chat. And I have the general chat for notifications just in case it's like somehow like Drew Connor just comes back randomly or, you know, Nick is like, hey, uh, can I hop on like sometime this week? And like just to make sure like I know, you know, our guests are like what our guests want to have happen. So Tim comes in and just starts talking sometimes and I just get notifications because, well, I have notifications of that channel and it's the only way for him to talk to both of us. No, it's um, the opposite for me. For some reason, I should have notifications set up, but I never get them. So I'll look at the chat like a day later. I'm like, oh my God, Tim. And you'll something. see Tim said I feel something. terrible. I'm like, I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> uh, anyway, the other thing that Klinsman did was uh, he's setting up the national team training camp. So they're going to have, uh, you know, two friendlies in Korea or like, you know, it's, they're, they're, he, Klinsman has their national team training camp in London uh, over uh, almost 500 kilometers away from their next friendly. <laughs> That's not ideal, uh, to be fair. I don't know what he's thinking there. Yeah, but, like, it's... You know it, what's it, the... Go on, sorry. He is... Sent, like, I get it that you like him because he's not Furhalter and he's, like, you know, he was against MLS, but I'm starting to think that maybe if you look at the way he approaches things, it's not good. I'm worried about... it. If if you get what you want and Klinsman becomes the coach of the fire, I we'll was talk just about this later. That. I, no, I was about to say that right now, actually. I was going to say the good news is at least if South Korea fires him, it opens up, it <laughs> no, opens no, up my have, dream. We have a slightly bigger oh, conversation oh, later. No, 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 no. There's not going to be a conversation there. I already put it in the notes. I, I'm not talking about that one. There is no conversation to be had there. It's like if you asked me if you wanted to shoot me with a gun, I'd say no. There'd be no conversation. <laughs> anyway, sorry. But yeah, no. I, I mean, uh, no, you, you might be onto I mean, something. Because like Klinsman, if Klinsman were the coach of the fire, he'd just say, oh, this player needs to play in Europe. And so therefore they will not play for the fire anymore. I don't care about this team. <laughs> hey, you know what? Jiggly, I hate to break that's it to you. That's something you'd be into. something you'd be into. But like, I hate to break it to you, Jiggly. That's exactly what I want. If, if the fire technically released Chris Brady, just it'd be easier for him to go to Europe. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Fair enough, man. <laughs> It's it's just this like I, I, I but like you do see what I'm what I'm seeing here, which is just sort of like I think he may just be like he has one line and he's gonna he's sticking with it. I mean, <laughs> and he's not been coaching them well. I know he's probably messed up this Korea thing. I I'll, I have no idea what's going on here. It feels like he's messed this up, but I know he was good with the U.S. and I know he had the good run with Germany and he set up like he set up Germany well for well, the I mean, future at least. It's because the difference is he said they needed to play in Europe and obviously they're already in Europe if they're German. Uh, yeah, but well, also, yeah, with, and, and then also a similar thing with the U.S. because there are a lot of dual nationals in Germany that he was able to get for the U.S. Yes, he was great. <laughs> that, was why, that was the only reason why. Because I'm not sure if he would have gotten the dual nationals that are Mexican <laughs> that we've gotten. Uh, I don't think he... I don't know but, if he could have gotten if I could Klinsman have cared enough to get Falar and Balgan. Oh, would yeah, he's he in Balgan. Well, he's he's yeah, he's, he's, he's European. <laughs> well, he plays in yeah, England. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's been playing in England his whole life. Pepe, he'd probably still get. 
He would have got Pepe. No, because he, he got Pe- Pepe went to Europe anyway. Pepe did well, although he didn't have a good first move. He would never have called up Jesus Ferreira, and that's a good thing, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, but don't, like don't, don't, you get don't. you get what I mean though that like he had two different places where he was coaching where it kind of looked okay that he was saying that because it's like well I mean there's some things that make sense here and then he goes to Korea and it's like hey pretty much everyone here plays for the plays in the K League or they do go to Europe going to Europe is not a pathway to success it's an indicator of success you know that's how yeah. I see it. It's an indicator. It's not. It, it, it's. It's not. That's how you get good. It's an indication that you are good. Yeah, I just don't know the K League well enough because I know my stance. The US. Well, I mean, the K League. The K League is. The K League is about MLS level slightly that, lower, which is in terms of like cultural level, like how close the connection is. Well, I mean, because... you look at you look at it this way. It's all the way around the other side of the world. Like, yeah. there's not very many players that want to fully leave. Take a risk too. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's why we don't. That that you know, that's a part of why we don't see too many Asian players come over to the other leagues. It's not just because you know my whole thing, like nobody nobody really wants to go into Asia and scout, but it's also about like no one really wants to leave Asia unless they got a real good reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then again, how will you know if you never try? How many how many As more Asian said, players could we have got, got a real good reason? <laughs> How many more Asian products could we have had if they had moved, made the move? Obviously, I know it's difficult. It's easy for me to say, hey, man, just move to Europe. But, you know. Hey, man, just move to the other side of the world where they speak a different language. You know, English, I believe there, there's mandatory language classes, obviously. You know, we have them in America. Uh, but there's mandatory language classes in Japan. And most of them are like English or sometimes French. And the thing is, is that all of these, pl- like, or at least in, in, in Japan, yes, I said Japan, good. Uh, and the problem is, is that like all of these players, their second language is either English or or French, and then they go to like Germany. Germany, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely never moved to a country I didn't know the language of. I could never do that, so I can't be hypocrite, yeah. But I don't know. I I, I just think that like. Man, Klinsman is just a bad idea right now. <laughs> I wouldn't take him at like at the very least, I wouldn't take him after this. After this, I wouldn't take him. If he does something else and does better, sure. But after this, this is bad. I I I'd still take your Klinsman every day of the week because that's funny. Uh, that's my boy. Well, I mean, you get to have your Jurgen Klinsman stuff. I get to talk about uh, Bruce Arena later. That is not the same thing. Yes, it is. Are you kidding oh, me? My the way goodness. you've been talking about it? I was very I was I, I don't care about the national team very much, but like I was kind of annoyed by everything that Klinsman did. <laughs> vaguely. Okay. Because uh, of the way that you're he, an MLS guy. I mean, kind of, but also like Yeah. Why you why can't you build the league? Why do you have to insist that you go away? You know? Because because the league is the I don't care about MLS. I'm trying to run a national team. Jurgen Klinsmann, could, if I was the coach of like, he the also French reminded it, it. Reminded me of like the Jill Ellis type thing too, where it's just sort of like I'm going to stick with these players that I like, even if they're not performing as well oh, as no, other Klins- players. Klinsmann did not have favoritism. To be fair, that's a Burhalter thing. If anything, Julian Green. <laughs> Julian Green scored a goal in a World Cup, and you Klinsmann didn't keep calling him up after that. He called him up for the World Cup, and then Green fell off, and he stopped calling him up. 
I mean, like, I know Julian Green's actually a decent player in the second division in Germany, and the U.S. refuses to was, call him I up. I thought now. he came over. I thought he came no. over to. I could have sworn he came back to MLS. Okay, it, <laughs> not back to MLS, but like he came to MLS. No, he's he's been. I was the thinking same Bobby team. Wood, wasn't I? I was thinking of Bobby yes. Wood. Because <laughs> yes, yes. Julian Green's been on the same team for like six years now, which is kind of sad. But he's 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 actually a solid two Bundesliga player now, which is. I'd take that over. Is he with like Firth then? I I don't like saying the name because it's impossible to say, but yeah, Girth or Firth? Firth. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's, I guess that's it for international break. To complain about Korea. Yeah, there's your half, there's your tease for the the fire part, which I will yell at you probably again because I'm still hurt. I do want to, I do want to at least cover like the whole incidents around him and then, and then go into it. Oh my God. I forgot. He's got baggage too. Jiggly. Yeah. (laughs) The thing is, is is, okay, I'll get into it. His baggage isn't actually baggage and nobody understands what's going on. It's weird. It's weird. There's actually a new report. I should have just put it in the channel, but I didn't. Do you know the, the blonde lady that does the MLS 360? Yeah. Apparently she'd been suspended for a month because of a comment she made about Bruce Arena. Oh yeah, no, I said that. I said that a while ago. Um, oh, okay. Moving on, That's we'll get to that. Week. We we got to get we'll to there. Get. This is so quick. We got uh, the women J-League, first. Oh no! Before before the women, I just want to say J League had the week off, and then we go into the women. The Wii League played. Uh, they had their they're they're still playing the cup. Uh, Hiroshima and Tokyo Verde are topping their groups right now, and Tokyo both of our Green. teams, both both of our teams, uh, uh, played against each other. Seto Osaka beat Jeff two 0 they're in the same group. And yeah, as I said, it, well, Hiroshima is on top of that group. NWSL uh, finished up the Challenge Cup this past week. Uh, it was the NC Courage against... Um, okay, I didn't put that in here. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to say that. And then I don't. Man. It was NC Courage against Racing Louisville. Uh, NC Courage won uh, 2-0. Of course. Uh, they... 19-year-old uh, Manaka Matsukobo won MVP, and she actually came recently came from... Oh, oh there it is. There it is. So Jiggly has touched his microphone with his knee, so now he is unhearable, and as he takes time to fix that, I can say whatever I want. Um, I got no hose. Um, damn. Uh, How is that different from any episode? That's fair. <laughs> I think it quicker than I thought to fix that. Um, yeah, honestly, I just unplug it and then plug it back in, and then I just like wait for a few seconds as it like tries to figure out where the where the mic is. No, I didn't hit it with my knee. I I, I pulled on my my headphones my headphone wire with my hand just ever so slightly, and suddenly it just stopped working. Uh, yeah, Ma- uh, Manaka Matsukobo won MVP of uh, the Challenge Cup, or at least the final. Uh, she's 19 years old, and she just recently came from uh, Manabi Sendai. So that's that's a uh, wee league international, I assume, or who yeah. will be a Japanese. That that's good for her. Yeah, uh, we, it, it, she came from the wee league, which is nice to hear. Uh, from, strange for people coming from the wee league. Strange for her to feature for the racist team. Sorry, <laughs> I if you said there was like a the MVP came from North Carolina, I would have said like it's a, a woman named Savannah Johnson or something who's like blonde and just looks racist. Do you not you know, know who Savannah McCaskill is? One of my favorite players. <laughs> I was gonna say McCaskill, but I'm like, she's probably a decent human being. So yeah, Savannah McCaskill is great. Uh, so, but you got you got Savannah does sound like the name of like a racist white woman yeah, at first. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's a it's a city in Georgia, so. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> uh, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, racing Louisville, honestly. 
how how are you saying that courage is the one that ta- that sounds like the racist team and not Louisville? Uh, I don't. It's something about because also the, racing Louisville has had the most issues. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, so I'm, many issues. I'm not considering any legitimate like off the field real life issues here. I'm just looking at you're just like, going by vibes, <laughs> name, color scheme, long. I think it's the color scheme that really like yeah, because it's red, white, and blue. North Carolina courage. The law goes whatever, but that's just that color scheme really says racist. Red, white, and blue. Especially and when they, yeah, when they like the mainly white. It looks white like and Texas. How, how are Angel City still bad? They just are. They care more about the people who show up to games than they do about the team on the pitch. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure like Jane Fonda showed up to a game. <laughs> and everyone got real excited about that. Um,. Uh, there's a up. Oh, the Red Stars had the week off. They they didn't play. Uh, there is a new update in the uh, Jenny Hermoso uh, saga. Ruby Alice is finally gone. He resigned. Uh, it's done. We're done now. Uh, yeah. There's still obviously issues because you know it's never there, there's never not issues, but it's you know what we got we got something done. I guess. No, yeah, uh, that's good. At least at least this part is done. Yeah. But. Now we move on to MLS. Uh, Miami played without Messi. Uh, they still won because, you know, it's Sporks. But there were a lot of empty seats, which is kind of funny. Think of the amount of people that paid, like, thousands of dollars to get tickets for that game, and then they find out that Messi isn't going to be there, and they just don't show up to the game. Yeah, uh, it's, again, Stupid. death to capitalism. As I always like to say too, if 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 MLS didn't force him to play in Chicago, he probably wouldn't be playing in Chicago either. But I assume he'll be forced there. But like, imagine all the money that's being lost there. I don't know why MLS played any game during the international break because that just goes against. Like, there's enough dudes getting called up now. The Fire have three dudes called up to international duty, and they've been pretty bad this season. Why does any team get punished by having to play during the international break? I'm sorry. I just I I, I, just, I was scrolling back up to find like anything uh, like for for the next portion to find you know my notes and all that, and I just noticed uh, our our interesting uh, <laughs> exchange from uh, Friday night, <laughs> Saturday night, of just you sending pictures and I sent pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds so much worse with no context. Jeez, to it. man. Okay, that's I didn't like that. I said you said I have to it just cancel Sad Boys this week and next week and every week. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then we gotta get what, to the fucking first. What was my that. response to that? I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Though recently, there's something within me. <laughs> I, I do like. <laughs> Every time I look at that picture, it always just seemed a little correct, but it wouldn't be correct. I have to... I can't have that in there. That's not... It's a meme of Sonic. It's not anything. It was a meme of Sonic that was personal to me. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, MLS... I give up on MLS. Wait, I don't but we like didn't MLS. mention my favorite. We didn't mention my favorite, which is the comfort of love. Uh, only, uh, only to have in between it the mortifying ordeal of being known. <laughs> so yeah, MLS. I hate MLS. Uh, no, no more MLS. No more MLS. We're, we're done be with so, I'd be so. I'd be so down. I'd be so down. 
If MLS just put a statement out that said no more MLS, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're the NASL now. <laughs> it's, no, uh, it's, <laughs> it's just N- Nisa has taken over. It's a Nisa coup. <laughs> That was the funniest thing. Shout out Tim, who just randomly started talking about Nisa in the group chat. I forgot the context. Oh yeah, he just, I just saw Nisa. I just saw Nisa stuff. I'm like, hell yeah, Tim, up the Nisa, man. Uh, and then also us trying to figure out how to buy a team. We're gonna we're gonna make real sad boys, real sad boys team. It's gonna be real sad because we're gonna lose every game because we'll forfeit. <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, keep letting you keep going. Some sometimes this episode, like I forgot what it was earlier, but you took like a minute to describe yourself as an unstuffed teddy bear, and it really got me. <laughs> you had to fight for your life just to settle for that. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll just leave him be. He'll he'll figure it out. He'll get there. I have uh, my, I have just like I have just one like random lock of hair loose on my head that's just falling in my face, and I hate it. Annoying. Bruce Arena resigned as coach of New England Revolution following an investigation for alleged inappropriate remarks. Uh, the thing is, is that everything that anybody's heard about the investigation has nothing to do with any sort of remarks. It uh, has more to do with the fact that he was planning on firing his entire coaching staff and refreshing it. And so a bunch of guys that have worked with him for a very long time, Richie Williams and Kurt Onolfo, did not like that. And so apparently they went and... Uh, and basically asked for an investigation. They filed a complaint against him in some way or, ma- or, or manner. And yeah, Richie Williams is now the interim coach of the Revs after filing a complaint on Bruce Arenas after finding out that he was going to be fired. So, like, I don't... This has to be... <sighs> something's weird here. This Something is very weird here. Either... Because... because the thing is, is that this this is like the inverse of Wait, the Roy Dane can I, stuff. Can I sum it up, actually? Yeah, can because you sum it up? Either the problem is he's not said something racist, or he said something so incredibly racist. <laughs> Those are our two possibilities right now. And it's, it's morbidly hilarious. Because either he's been screwed over by his assistant coaching staff, who have pretty much stays a coup and like falsed, uh, falsified a report to get him out the door. Or MLS is hiding something that he actually did and are trying to cover it up by saying, oh, yeah, this thing happened. We're not going to get to any detail. When he probably just said, like, the had a word a hundred times. Something's happened here. So, Kalen Kyle had previously said that he had made a sexist remark. No, somebody else from the Revs said that he made a sexist remark and then walked it back. And now Kalen Kyle has said that... Uh, yeah, so so there's some people that are trying to that, that are trying to use Kalen. No, okay, so wait. She said that he had made a racist remark and then walked that back and said, Yeah, I, I pulled that out of my ass. Uh, Which also, how are you allowed to just do that? Like uh, is that person being immediately fired? I'd hope so. And then there's also people that are saying that, well, I mean, let's just say I'm on the Red Stars discord right now and so they're very much taking everything seriously that anyone says but the thing is is that this is like an inverse rory situation where we already heard things in the past about like well you know Kristen press had an issue with rory that's why she's not playing for the red she wasn't playing for the red stars anymore you know there were some other things that like kind of like was quietly like okay you know there's some issues but like yeah we moved on and then we find out oh god it's terrible every time that we have heard something come out about a coach 
it's always been like, or even a player, there's something like a flood of like other people like, oh yeah, he did this, he did this, he did this, he did this. Like uh, when when Katai, when Katai's wife, you know, was racist yeah. and a bunch of fire players were just like, oh yeah, like he did not look uh, CHA Sapong in the eye. He did not like, he, like you know, or my thing of mentioning he, like, he by the way, passed him once. Uh, by and my thing of like, oh yeah. By the way, there's there are plenty of players that played for the for the fire at that time that did not want an or a uh, a uh, rainbow numbers, and that's why we didn't have rainbow numbers that year, or like you know they they sat out that game because the the rainbow uh, warning warm up tops. So like, there's always some sort of stories in the background where you're like, okay, now all of this makes sense. The thing with Bruce Arena is that the moment that there are any sort of allegations about him. Everybody who's played for him have set, has said, oh, yeah, he's, you know, he's a bit, you know, grumpy dude, but like he's not that. He's, and so yeah. <laughs> it's like exactly like Bill Belichick, where you're like, I mean, maybe they could be racist, but like you wouldn't think so. And surely at this point, we would have known something, maybe. I don't know. It's weird. But don't get yeah. anywhere close to the fire. Not even because of the baggage, but we'll get to that in a second. So, like, yeah, I, I, it's so weird. It's a weird, it's definitely, yeah. No one knows what's going on. Something's off. The players didn't know about it. The players had been, er, were never told about what he was gone for. (laughs) And then what's funny is New England canceled their post-game press conference. Which I think is literally the most opportune time to talk about everything. It's really, it'd be really interesting if those players read that article that came out in the middle of the game after the game. And they're like, hey, so you're the one who filed the complaint on Bruce. So what happened? And then he can't, and then Richie Williams can't explain what happened. <laughs> As New England concedes a goal in stoppage time, by the way. Imagine uh, being a player conceding goal in stoppage time and then be like, oh, hey, what the, the hell keeper is going on? The assist. Yes. Um, I, I, need to, I need to get into this conversation once the episode's over because it looks like there's some people who are immediately trying to be like, oh, yes, this totally makes sense. Like, nah. The thing is, the, the, the players who almost immediately came to his defense were like, mostly the black players who've played for him (laughs) yeah well and also also of the two people who put in the complaints it was richie williams and uh kurt onolfo i'm pretty sure richie williams has had issues in the past i don't know i i think we just kind of need a week or two with this story to figure out what the hell is actually happening and also i I remember that he had issues like i started this whole podcast oh yeah uh the bosnia might fire their coach already by the way and they just hired him a month ago. I, I just want to say, both of the people that that uh, that filed the complaints are white. <laughs> so uh, I'm saying that it was racist language, and it was and it was them who who did something. And most of the black players have said that he's fine. It just makes no sense. <laughs> did he say something racist to the white player? I I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's it it does not. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Something's off. That's the best way I can, I can sum it up, to be fair. It's because, like, yeah, we're not going to... But then again, like, obviously, MLS hides a lot of stuff. We know this by now. Uh, it's okay. Meho Kodro is about to get sacked, by the way. So it's not so, going to change anything for Bossy, but at least I have a reason to hope again. That Look, I know you hate him. I think... 
what I think my, the joke that I made was that we're going to go into an episode. It's going to be you saying that you want the fire to hire Jurgen Klinsmann once he gets fired by Korea. And then me saying, maybe we should get Bruce Arena. And then both of us saying, you know what? At the end of the day, they're they're just going to hire Chris Armis and both it's, of us will be Yeah, angry. no, yeah. We're, we, first, <laughs> we'll, we'll say, it's like when you watch professional wrestling. And like, we all we all know it's fake ahead of time. But you, like, you, you forget. You, what's it called? Oh my God, it's, it's the term I love. Kayfabe. Suspend, dis- no. What'd you say, KK? Kayfabe. Oh no, I'm I'm talking about suspending disbelief. Oh, suspending disbelief. You watch a movie, oh, yeah. yeah. When you watch it, and you know you what you're watching is real, but you enjoy the show. This discussion does not matter because it will be Chris Thomas at the end of the day. I appreciate you mentioning that again, but I yeah, mean, it's, my, my point is that you know if if it comes out that the that it really was just like a power play from Richie Williams uh, because he found out he was getting fired, then you know. I'm. I would be willing to try to offer it to Bruce Winner, but then the, the other hand is like he he's old. He doesn't want to deal with this anymore, and probably you know due to the fact that he doesn't want to deal with this anymore, uh, and he, he's going to have to like a file petition to Don Garber if he wants another job. It's weird. Um, yeah, throwing throwing that stuff outside. Assuming he's like cleared, you would want him. You're you're, you're pitching for him to be the fire coach. I would want him because he knows how to he he himself. I don't think because he never won anything with uh, with the revs. Obviously, I think that he can at least turn the team around and get us to a place where then we can finally get a normal coach. <laughs> we need somebody who can come in, actually clear the gunk out and fix things up. And he did that with the revs. And I'm sure if they can figure out what the hell happened and, you know, get a normal situation going there. I'm sure they'll do fine. I just think that, like, you know, give him, like, three years or something to actually clean this team out, no heights, just Bruce Arena actually, you know, using his knowledge of MLS uh, and uh, Mance way to opening the pocketbook for him. Because the big thing that he did at with the Revs, uh, kept insisting that this was the reason and not, you know, his actual, like, decisions with who to sign. He got Robert, uh, Robert Kraft to open the pocketbook. Uh, so he doesn't need to do that here, but he does know who to get. In terms of just like internal to, MLS to, signings. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. You know, he can he can you you can get you know three DPS fairly easily. You know, obviously the fire can't, but you know around the league we've seen like there's a bunch of teams that can get their DPS, but around those players they just don't have that, and I think that's. He can he he could figure that out. Of course, I mean, once again, we're talking about a guy who was just under investigation, and again, we have no clue what's going on. And they, it's going to be so funny if he's actually like super super racist. Yeah, exactly. He's done this entire it's, thing. It's basically mm. either either the revs have made themselves out to be incredibly incompetent, or in, incredibly incompetent. I guess is the big thing because it's either he has done either he is being run out of town for pretty much no good reason, or he has done th- something incredibly bad. And either way, the revs look bad for not saying. Yeah. Uh, my, my issue with Bruce arena, if I was hypothetically a fire fan, your issue is always that, that he lost in, uh, the national team. Like that's, he that's you failed to make the world cup with the United States. You cannot be a competent head coach and have done that. I don't, I don't know how he had that good year with New England after. I don't understand what happened. But there is no way you can tell me a man that how has How many MLS Cups has he won? 
This is this, this is in this league. He is in MLS. He is in MLS. How many MLS cups has he won? He is in MLS. He is in MLS. The U.S. national team does not matter. This is MLS we're talking about here. You don't care about MLS, but how many MLS cups has he won? How do you fail to make the World Cup he, with the U.S. in Kazakhstan? I don't actually genuinely angry at you right now. Wait, no, 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 no. I, I, I figured it out. I figured it out, Jiggly. He, he, he is a good MLS coach, but not a good coach. There it's we a whole go. Different ball game. Exactly. That's fair enough. Then. We need a good That's MLS coach. <laughs> That's fair enough. I still obviously don't want him because I still hate him, but I get it. I get what you because MLS is just completely different now. This MLS is not soccer. This is this is a different sport at this point. Exactly. It's like when you play. It's like when when you have somebody who plays FIFA versus somebody who plays who who understands soccer but is playing FIFA. It, you, yeah. it, it, FIFA is gonna win over the guy who knows soccer. That's fair. He still stinks though. I still hate him, obviously. And he has won no five MLS cups, uh, three supporter shields. Uh, were they all with the Galaxy? Only- or was one with DC? Two of his MLS cups were with DC. One of the one of the Sporter Shields was with DC. Uh, although the Sporter Shield wasn't introduced until 2000-ish. Not a trophy uh, anyway. Doesn't matter. And then won the Open Cup in 96. And then also won the Sporter Shield in, in 2021 with the Revs. The issue so like, I have is that how am I going to look him in the face during fire press conferences and the not The same ask way about- that you are going to have to look Chris Armas in the face. I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to, Jiggly. They're going to, they're going to, I'm going to ask about the Red Bulls Atlanta game two weeks in a row and they're going to, they're going to ban me from the press box because I can't ask anything else. Also, Adnan, you, you bring up the, uh, him not making the World Cup, but uh, he took over after Klinsman and yes. he, his record was 10 wins, six draws and two losses. In uh, let me let me disprove that real quick. Um, Fifty-five and a half percent. Let me find this. Let me just make sure I get the numbers correct. Because from what I believe happened is Klinsman was fired after two games out of ten, which means Bruce Arena had eighty percent of the games to coach and failed to make the World Cup. After Klinsman had already coached two of the three hardest games, home to Mexico, away to Costa Rica. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that like the record itself isn't bad. No, because he, he, Bruce Arena was, I mean, he was the coach in 2002 in the best USA World Cup team. Exactly. I don't know how that happened. Again, I don't know how that happened because he's a bad coach. I know this because he failed to make the World Cup with the US team. I think, I, I think you, I think the, your problem is the same as Klinsman's where it's just sort of like the effect is the cause. No, it's not. It's just something that happens. It's, you can't. No, I don't care. It's like. Who did I, they I'm have on say, the team at that time? Who did they have on the team? They still had Christian Pulisic already. That team yeah, should have so? never been close. That <laughs> so? team should have never been close to missing the World Cup. That was there. Were, there were other reasons then, Bruce Arena, why that the whole thing failed because U.S. soccer is still a mess. But it's like I, was, I, I can't. For some reason, the only thing in my, my head is "man shoots man" and then something. But I can't. I can't figure out the rest of that saying. But I, I don't. I, you can't. I, I don't. I don't want it. I. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't move on, Jiggly. I can't. I can't have the guy that missed the World Cup with the U.S. team coaching Chicago like that. I'm just trying to like see that. who, who is on oh, that team. I can. I can find. Well, what's funny? The lineup for that last game is terrible because he played Omar Gonzalez and Tim Howard for some reason. 
But well, like, yeah, he's I, got a thing for Omar Gonzalez. He's still got him around. Hey, I, I hope you get Bruce Rhea. Then I hope you have Omar Gonzalez playing center back with, with you. Sorry. Um, let me find this, actually. But like, it, it, let me find a random match and lineup from that, from that run. Not the Mexico game. Because uh, he lost in Mexico and they fired him. I hate the U.S. Oh, okay. He lost at home to Costa Rica away to Mexico. No, yeah. actually, reverse. So he reverse. lost two games. No, no, he lost at home to Mexico, away to Costa Rica. Two of the three toughest games in CONCACAF to play. Uh, and, and then, then Bruce Arena won 6 0 over Honduras. Yes. 1 1 draw I, with Panama. Yeah. 2 0 win over Trinidad and Tobago. 1 1 draw with Mexico. Most of, mostly seems normal. Then the only loss that run, I'm pretty sure. Well, obviously, there's two. That the only other loss was against Costa Rica. Obvi- yeah, and then a, there's a one more draw with Honduras. Honduras. And then what's what's the other bad away result? What was it? Was that it was, that was two one loss to Trinidad Tobago? No, no. When he tied away to Panama. I know Concacaf is Concacaf, but you don't you don't tie those games. He still missed the World Cup. Anyway, did they not? Oh my God! They didn't even make the freaking playoff either. I forgot about no, that. No, Honduras made it. Yeah, yeah. How, that was how what everyone you, was talking about. Well, I'll also, that, Honduras fish out of you, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, Honduras, I don't know. Maybe they had a good team that year. <laughs> maybe they, this is Cope. I'm going to be honest. He's going to be super racist anyway. Sorry. Who was the coach that year for Ooh, Honduras? Honduras? Oh, God. Oh, God. That, it, it, it's, it's people that don't even have. Uh... No, it's Jorge Pinto. Okay. And he has a very long history of coaching in CONCACAF. Um, he was voted. He was voted as Concacaf's best coach of 2014 after the World Cup, beating United States head coach Jurgen Klinsmann. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it the, the the fire play away to Montreal. By the way, uh, this weekend. I'm... At least it's funny. Frank Lopez goes back to to Montreal. I, Jiggly, you know what? I will tell you, Bruce Arena is better than Chris Armas. Does that make you happy well, yeah. at least? Yeah. I mean, look, hire me as GM. Uh, here we go again with this. And See, the good thing about Klinsman is that if you hire him, you save money because you don't have to hire a GM and a coach. You can just make them And both. I will also hire Laura Harvey. You just want a woman to talk to. That's not what I mean. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> I don't mean it as a way like to get with her. I just mean like just to communicate with <laughs> Not spoken to a woman in years. <laughs> exactly. So, you'll have to talk to me. Well, not like that again. I mean, I, I think I've explained it before that like, it, it, the only way for the fire to hire a coach that is well above their grade is to convince them that, oh man, you're making history here. This is going to be really cool if you're here. It is, it is Jesse, Jesse is Marsh thing. or Bust. That's it. I don't think there's anyone else there. If they don't get Jesse Marsh, they're screwed. Because it's going, it's, it's going to be Jesse Marsh, or if they don't get Jesse Marsh, it's going to be Chris Harmus. Because they know they have to get a former player, too. Yeah. We both know this, Jiggly. And as we, how, how did we start the segment, Jiggly? We both know what's going to happen at the end of the day. You know how funny it's going to be when they actually get Chris Harmus? Yeah. They, and Joe uh, Chats actually isn't available anymore. No, Bob Bradley isn't available anymore. He went back to 
Stop back back. to Scandinavia, his, his, his yeah. where he's best. All right, dude, I'd much rather be in Stabæk than with the fire. Well, I can't I just go. To, can I just go to Japan and like? I mean, I'm so tired. You can, so tired. you can. You'd probably be able to garner enough cash from some sources to get to Japan. I don't what you know. Do man. once you're there, you're in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Once, once you were know, in the country, you're gonna have to. You would be homeless, but you'd be homeless in Japan. Homeless in Japan. <sighs> <laughs> do know. not, make, do not make that the title of the episode. That was RJ, RJ, RJ needs to take me to Japan. He's not. Just, he's, not your, he's not your. Dad. RJ, RJ, let let me use your flyer miles. <laughs> <laughs> your your best bet is that RJ plans a trip to Japan and then just has something he cannot make it and cannot change the ticket either. So he just has to give it away to someone. <laughs> your best bet is to win a Twitter giveaway. <laughs> That's, that's so I mean, the Jeff program is essentially a Twitter giveaway. Yeah. Jiggly, I got to watch the Jets tonight, man. I'm scared. All right. And don't I, say you better be because I'm going to go beat your ass again. Oh, I mean, it's the Bills, okay? Like, the Bills are in, in the, the regular season. Hey. Oh, dude, I, yeah, I finally watched Barbie, by the way. I finally watched the Barbie movie. I still, I still haven't watched that or Oppenheimer, man. I, I, I'm not interested there. in Oppenheimer. I'm really not. Like I've got so many people who've said that like they watched it and they really liked the way that, like there are some very small things that were in it that were like very different from what like Nolan normally does, but like I just don't care. I wanted to watch Barbie and I was very very pleased to see um all, all of the all of the bell hooks related uh, ideology within it of intersectionality. Up the bell hooks. Up the bell hooks. I'm jiggly. <laughs> I think we've already ended it with that, by the way, in the past. We, we've just shot out Bill Hooks and called it a day. But yeah, I'm still so done. Eat the rich, uh, protect trans people.